0: you're listening to the Moms Working Overtime Podcast, the community of women you've been searching to find for so long. We bring together our mamas in waiting, brand new moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, and the moms who maybe just have a little bit more experience than the rest of us. We're all here for community support and finding ways to show up better for our families each and every day. I'm so grateful that you're here and I hope you love what you find on today's episode. Happy Monday, Moms Working Overtime community. Welcome back to the Moms Working Overtime podcast for your Monday pep talk to start your week off strong today. We are doing a pep talk on that lonely middle of the night feeling. And yes, this is inspired by my own life currently and how I talk to you all about just returning to the trenches of newborn stage and how... While it's so incredibly difficult, I'm excited to be back in the fight with you all who are also in the trenches of a difficult season of motherhood or also have a newborn. Maybe you have a teenager that's just challenging the heck out of you right now. Whatever it might be, I'm back in some trenches right now. And it's definitely given me plenty of ammunition for these pep talks that I'm recording now in real time. And so tonight we're gonna talk about those middle of the night hours because I know they can be so challenging. And actually, if you haven't been here since the start, um, a little insight for you is that I actually started the podcast because of moments like that. I had our son, our first child, and I just remember sitting up in the middle of the night and feeling so alone. And I thought to myself, man, I wish I had a podcast, a motherhood podcast that was just super relatable and shared stories and was just a bunch of moms hanging out, talking, kind of giving a pep talk that I could listen to at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. when. No one else is awake and you just feel super alone. And so I started the Moms Working Overtime podcast, started recording episodes, but was too scared to share them. And one day I just made the jump. So here we are. But I want to talk about that feeling and just really circle back to this topic because there's a number of reasons that moms don't sleep. And when you're in that stage, if you're in just a hard season, if you have a newborn, if you have a baby going through regression, or maybe like many of the moms that I work with right now, you have children that have been sick for weeks because they're just passing it around at this point. Thank you, school and daycare. (laughs) Or maybe as I just talked about, you have a teenager and every single weekend you're up waiting for them to hit their curfew. And you just have this feeling as a mom sometimes. It's so discouraging. And it's like, man, I'll never sleep again. Like I can't even imagine sleeping again. I can't even remember (laughs) what it felt like to sleep again. Dylan and I were talking about this yesterday, actually. It was just a really quiet day around the house. Like When I say quiet, not because of our children, actually our son is cutting molar. So it wasn't quiet in that sense at all, but we just didn't have a lot of obligations. And we were laughing about how, man, years ago, we couldn't even like say how many years it had been, but years ago, it would have been a day where we would have probably taken a Sunday nap just laid on the couch. The two of us turned on some movie and slept for like an hour or two hours. (laughs) And we were like, man, I can't even remember the last time we did that. We'll probably never be able to do that again for like, at least 10 to 15 years. But it's that feeling when you're in the trenches of man, I can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel here. I will never sleep again. It also makes me laugh, and I get these comments a lot right now just with having a newborn, when people say, sleep when the baby sleeps. That's what mom's supposed to do, right? Mom is supposed to sleep when the baby sleeps, and that's how she gets in her sleep. But I always wonder, when am I supposed to do housework or laundry for myself and my husband and my other child? When am I supposed to eat or shower, or even just take a moment to breathe. Like, when am I going to take 10 minutes? to do my self-care, aka maybe sit and do nothing, fill my cup, read a book, listen to a podcast. When am I going to do that? When am I going to spend any time with my husband <laughs> uninterrupted if I'm always sleeping when the baby's sleeping? And the thought of not doing those things, utilizing my time when Lena's resting to just get them done would make me so anxious. If I put all of those things off and I get it, sometimes i I leave the mess. I let those loads of laundry wait until the next day. But if I always slept when the baby slept to get me through this, I would not survive from an anxiety standpoint. You all would see me have an absolute breakdown and the podcast definitely wouldn't get recorded and posted. (laughs) It literally leads to almost a sleep anxiety. I mean, I know there's moms out there that are listening to this today who can relate to this. I actually posted it on my Instagram story and got tons of messages in response just saying, oh my gosh, I totally feel this. I will lay down at night sometimes and have good intentions of going to sleep and I will have sleep anxiety. Just not knowing what the night's going to hold. It could be something like last night. We finally got both kids in their beds, in their rooms, asleep. I'm looking at the monitor. I was like, man, I deserve a Nobel Peace Prize for this. How did we do this? I I definitely threw out there on my story, like those of you that have four kids and get them all to bed, like you're incredible. But you sit there and you have full intentions of going to sleep because you've accomplished this. Both kids are resting and it's your time now to also get some rest. And I can't. I can't sleep because I'm so anxious not knowing how long is it going to be until one of them wakes up? How long is it going to be until I get out of, got to get out of bed? How many times am I going to have to get out of bed tonight? How long am I going to be out of bed each time? Am I going to be able to nurse Lena and go right back to sleep? Or am I going to have to nurse her and then it's going to take 45 minutes to get her settled back down before she'll let me lay her down and not scream her head off? Because I'd also, I'd also don't want her to wake Carter up. Right? It's just this constant stream of thoughts that I know we go through as moms. And Like I said, there's so many different things that can come into play here. It could be newborn stage. It could be those awful sleep regressions. It could be that they're sick. Maybe your kid has sleep anxiety, separation anxiety. Maybe you're just worried. Your kids are asleep, but you're up worrying because we do that too. Maybe it's up waiting for our kids to get home because they're out with friends or family members. They're waiting for them to hit curfew because you have older children. Maybe you're just waiting to get a call from your child who's in college who said they were going out tonight. Moms, we stay up for so many different reasons. Some make sense, some don't <laughs> because we're moms. But this lack of sleep just wears on us. And while I don't want to discredit the dads, and look, I have an incredible husband, too good. He is he's too good. He's always willing to help. But As helpful as any dad, husband, significant other can be, it just hits different for moms. And I can say that on this podcast because you're a mom and I know you get it. It falls on our shoulders in such a heavy way. And I would say more often than not, it's us mamas that end up night after night after night. We are the ones who typically see every hour on the clock when things are rough with the kids. And then we get up, we wake up the next day, and we just operate. And often we do it without skipping a beat. I always joke that if men had to do what we do, especially if they had to go through pregnancy and delivery and postpartum, riding the roller coaster of hormones and emotions, if men had to do what we do, maternity leave would be at least three years, maybe more, (laughs) It would be at least three years to be at home with the baby and recover. And there would be like a mandatory nap time at every single job for any parent if men did this, if they had a true understanding. But as moms, we just do it. We just do it and we just operate. And it's this deeply rooted mom strength. Do you ever think back think back to the week you've had. Think back to the night you had last night. Maybe it was a few day span that you had a rough few days. Maybe you had a month that was difficult. We've had sleep regressions that lasted a month with our son. Maybe it's just overall this season and the past few months have been super heavy. Do you ever look back and just think to yourself, how am I even still upright? Like, how am I even still standing with as little rest as I've gotten, with as much stress as I've been carrying, everything that I'm taking care of? Let me tell you, mama, that is called mom strength. That's exactly what that is. And that is why the moms I work with one-on-one, they're in Strong Moms Club. And that is not about lifting weights. That is not about anything else other than the deeply rooted mom strength that we all have. It is an incredible piece of us that we didn't even know existed until we held that sweet baby in our arms. And mom strength trumps everything else because unlike any other challenge or level of mental toughness that I've ever seen in any other scenario, mom strength is just relentless. There is no mental break from mom strength. It is 24-7, 365, and it does not end until our children are like 25, 30, 30. Does it ever really end? Actually, I was trying to put a number on this when I was thinking about the podcast and I'm like, man, can you really put a number on that? There is no break from motherhood. But somehow, despite all of these incredibly challenging conditions that are thrown our way, these challenges that we are put through, we persevere. Now, just because we're strong doesn't mean it's not hard. And I'm not going to invalidate that by saying it's not hard the late night hours are probably the hardest in my opinion. They just wear on you. They break you down. I feel like they expose all of our weaknesses. I mean, man, there was a night, it was a two or three weeks ago probably, where Lena cried for, I swear, three, three and a half hours straight. Could not get her to stop crying Needless to say, I ended up cutting garlic out of my diet. You know that endless game you play when you're breastfeeding and your kid's fussy and you're like, well, maybe I'll cut dairy. Maybe I'll cut garlic. Maybe I'll cut this. Yeah, I got to play that game a little bit. But I will say I've cut out garlic and garlic powder and any trace of garlic and it has been so much better. So fun life for me. That was one of my favorite seasonings was using garlic and garlic powder. But that's I'm getting off on a tangent at this point. It was at least midnight at this point. And she had been crying for three or three and a half hours straight. And I will tell you, it broke me. In that moment, I literally looked at Dylan and I said, I can't. And I handed her off and I walked out of the room and I was crying. You bet I was freaking crying. And that is how hard those nighttime hours can be. Because amidst it all, You're not only dealing with being up and being exhausted and the house is dark and every other family member is asleep. If you're like me, the sound of your husband snoring is just like mocking you at this point. But you feel so alone. You feel so alone. And that's how I felt in that moment with that crying baby is I could not get her to stop. It was wearing on me mentally. I was so tired because I'd only gotten a couple hours of sleep the night before and I felt like it was just me. And I felt like I was getting weak, like I was breaking down, and I had to call for reinforcements. And that's okay, by the way, to call for reinforcements. But it's reaffirming for you that you're not the only one that has those nights sometimes that feel like they are just absolutely breaking you. They're taking every bit of weakness that you have and they are exposing the heck out of it. It all comes to the surface. Everyone in your house is asleep. You have scrolled every social media platform that you have on your phone and you've seen everything on the feed. There's nothing new. No one else is awake. No one else is posting. It is so incredibly lonely. But my reminder for you in this pep talk is that you're not actually alone. Your comfort. Is that in those moments when you see 11 p.m., 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., when you see every hour, when you see any of those hours, there are moms up all over the world that are also in rocking chairs with babies, next to toddler beds with puke bowls, sitting with the thermometer, checking for breathing, waiting up for teenagers. There are moms up all over. Over the world, just like you are. And you are never alone. There are moms up in the moms working overtime community. There have been times that moms have posted in the Facebook group in the middle of the night, and there's conversations happening with all the other moms that are also up nursing or with sick children or waiting on their teenagers to get home. You are never alone. And if it really comes down to it, and you forget in that moment, you forget and you do feel alone. That's why I'm here. That's why I started the Moms Working Overtime podcast. In fact, the pep talks started out as late night pep talks. That's literally what they were called. And now I just call them pep talks because I have so many mamas that listen to them all different times of the day, which is amazing. But that's where we came from. And if you need this, the Moms Working Overtime podcast is here for you. Listen to an episode. Let me remind you that you are not alone that's got to be the most powerful statement that you can hear in motherhood. You are not alone, mama. Don't let 2 a.m. convince you that you're alone, that you're weak, that you're inadequate, because you were made for this. You were designed specifically for this role far before you even held your children. You were designed to take on these challenges. You were designed to be the one that's up all hours of the night. You were designed to be the comfort. You were designed to be the one that gets them through the moment when they need you most. You. And you know what? It's not gonna last forever. I know it feels like you'll never sleep again. I know it feels like you'll never get through this, but it won't last forever. And you know what? You're gonna miss it. Should I give a dis? I feel like I should have a disclaimer on the podcast for when I'm about to share some toxic positivity. <laughs> Did you all listen to that episode? Please go back and listen to that episode. Toxic positivity is a lie. But I should give a disclaimer. Watch out! Here's some toxic positivity. It will not last forever. And it's as crazy as it sounds, you will miss it. Mama, we prayed for this. We prayed for a baby to keep us up at night. We prayed for cries to get us out of bed. We prayed for a toddler that would run down the hall and grab us, climb into our bed, steal our pillows. We prayed for the snuggles that we would otherwise have missed if they slept through the night. And I got to tell you, out of respect for all of our fellow sisters that are still praying for their blessing, the ladies that message me, the ladies that are on my prayer list every single night, out of respect for them, we can't take it for granted. I say it a lot, and I mean it, and I hope you remember it in the hardest, darkest moments of the middle of the night. This exhaustion is a privilege, mama. And I don't say that to invalidate the fact that it's hard. It's so hard, but in the moments that it's hard, in the moments that it's hard for me, I sit in that rocking chair and I think about all those mamas all across the world and I smile because we are so flipping strong and we are so privileged to be the ones that get to be there for our babies. Mom, I have a reminder for you before I let you go that I have for you every single time. You come listen to a pep talk on the Mom's Working Overtime podcast, and I hope you hear it every single day in your day-to-day life. But mama, you are doing an amazing job. And we'll talk soon, okay? If you loved this episode of moms working overtime, do me a favor, share it on social media or send it to another mom to remind her that you love her and that she's doing such an amazing job. There's nothing more incredible that we can do in this community than remind other mamas of their strength. I'm so glad you were here today and just know that I appreciate you an overtime amount.